0: Hey, when you hear that music, you know it's time for another exciting episode of On the Ladder Side of Baseball, coming to you from Land of Lakes, Wisconsin, where it is a beautiful day for the Chamber of Commerce. I mean It's smoking. It's hot. It's beautiful. The water's great, and uh, life's good up here in northern Wisconsin. No mosquitoes. Yes, I know you're you're assessing my credibility immediately when I say there's no mosquitoes in northern. Wisconsin. There aren't any flies either. I mean, it's great. This is a lighter side of life coming to you live and light. Anyway, uh, we've got one month to go, theoretically, uh, because of the lockout. Uh, baseball goes five days into October. But Theoretically, this is it. The playoff rosters are set, even though the playoff teams are not set. You can't add anybody today and expect them to be in the playoffs at the end of the year. That's just the way it goes. So there you have it. That's the one tidbit you're going to get from this podcast. The rest is my beautiful, wonderful, happy, light opinions. Uh, kudos to Miguel Cairo, great ball player, great hustler, played for a lot of different teams, including the Chicago Cubs, and he's taken over as the interim manager uh, of the Chicago White Sox. Now, can the White Sox overcome a six game deficit in the wild card? or in the division. Ah boy, gonna be tough. They gotta climb over Minnesota to get to the, the and Cleveland to win the division. In the wild card, they're dead. They, there's no way they can get past all those teams. It just won't work. Interestingly, it's never happened where all teams with a lead in September first standings uh, Somebody always wins, and at least 60% of those teams will be in the playoffs. I think more than that, uh, especially with the expanded playoff format. And that's a good thing there is because, man, uh, it looked like the Yankees were going to run away with it. Now Tampa Bay is closing in, lowered it to six six games back. And uh, shame on Tampa Bay. Shame on – I don't get it. I don't get it, I guess. The owner makes enough money by nobody showing up. But they have one of the best teams year in and year out. And uh, they have the worst attendance year in and year out. They're not going to draw. They're, they're not even up to a million people. Even the Pirates are over a million. And so it's sad. It's absurd. And nobody seems to care, I guess. Sell the team. You know, I get mad at Ricketts. Good grief. That idiot and... Uh, and Tampa Bay. I know you got a problem where the ballpark is. We'll so blow it up, build a new one. Come on. Maybe the Bears will move there. I know Reinstorf tried to move there, held the city hostage a little bit, as the story goes. I'm not saying that. But, uh, you know, Jerry did dangle on moving to Tampa a card so that the state built him uh, what was Comiskey Park and then it became a sell, and now it's guaranteed rate field, guaranteed to have a horrible team as long as La Russa is managing. Now, let's separate out my opinions of La Russa as a person and as a manager and as an old fart trying to play a young manager's game, okay? Jerry went all in on the team and all out of the coaching staff, which is common for the White Sox historically. They pay their coaches less than most teams, although this year their payroll is up in the top four. But... You know, LaRusso's got uh, – the team loves him, I think, because he doesn't do anything. I mean, they feel – everybody feels bad that he's got some health problems. Don't get me wrong. I do. He's gone down to uh, uh, the Mayo Clinic in Arizona. I don't know why he didn't go to the Mayo Clinic in Minnesota, but he went to the Mayo Clinic in Arizona where he lives in the offseason, where he should live during the baseball season, where he should just take care of himself. Sit by the pool and drink uh, water uh, because you just really have shown yourself that managing and shown the world. Managing does make a difference. You know, they used to say between Earl Weaver and Sparky Anderson, eh, maybe two or three games a year make it. No, La Russa mismanaged this team for two years, and it hurt. Got so much talent. They're paying so many guys. Rick Han's so good. Let him pick the manager, Jerry. I mean, really, why don't you just relax and enjoy your cigars and enjoy to have Tony at every game with you. What would you do different? In fact, why don't you have Tony, Ozzie, Robin and uh, Rick Renteria, uh, come back, spend every day in September in your suite and kind of give their opinions on how to win a ball game and between Ozzie and T-bone. And uh, Robin Ventura and Rick Renneria, I think it'd be kind of fun. may even be a reality show. Chicago, follow the managers live on Chicago Sports Network. Um, regional sports networks are in trouble. $8 billion in the hole for Bally on that deal they made to buy all these RSNs, and it ain't working. It's not working. And if it blows up in their face, it's going to blow up in Major League Baseball's face. But, I mean, things are... Rosie for baseball. I'm sorry. I hate to be upbeat, but that's a problem for the fans. Rosie times for the MLB is bad for fans because price is going to keep going up. And, uh, and they are, and the streaming and gambling and, uh, the attendance is a shock, I'm shocked the attendance year over year. Now, I know there was a pandemic, and 19 and 20 were kind of goofy years. But comparing 21 to 22, Major League Baseball is up over 100%. They averaged 25,000 in the first 187 games. And in the same period of time, last year, 13,000. It's amazing. The Cubs, again, this just supports my belief that it's like, It's the Disneyland for baseball fans. We're going to go to Wrigley. We're going to go to Fenway. And uh, maybe we'll go out to the real Disneyland in California and, by the way, go to see the Angels play. I don't know. I mean, so where are we? The Cubs are just pathetic. And I know a few of you guys out there, hey, oh, come on. They're really exciting. No, they're not. It's a minor league product. Stop kidding yourselves that wisdom and Schwindel, and Morrell, and whoever, the pitching staff is pathetic. Now, you might be able to get by with Wisdom, Horner, Morrell, and a real live first baseman. Keep Contreras, get rid of Gomes. Oh, my God. I mean, send him over the White Sox. He's as bad as Grandel. He just doesn't make as much money. And then... Get a pitching staff. Holy moly. The Cubs have had to lead first in every, in most games, more than any other team in the major leagues. So I guess, you know, even though if it's one or nothing, you consider that a blown lead, they've blown the lead more than anybody. They can't win a X-training game. They can't win a close game. Um, uh, when steel pitches, they have a chance when smiley pitches, they have a chance. The starting pitching actually, even without Hendricks going is pretty good, but they gave away all their bullpen. I mean, you can't do that year in and you're up. Why do you do that? Why? Because nobody heard of these guys because Robertson, okay. Robertson was getting old. Kimbrel. I don't know. I mean, at some point, don't you like do what the brewers used to do until a couple of weeks ago and that's keep your bullpen. The Royals did that for a couple, three years and it paid off with uh, two world series appearances. You cannot treat a bullpen like a gin rummy hand. Yeah, I love gin rummy. In fact, remember early on in the days of uh, the lighter side of baseball, I was gonna do the lighter side of gin rummy, but I thought, you know, the millions of people that listen to this podcast probably would not be interested in, there's not much to talk about in a gin rummy game, except that you cannot keep, just stick with your hand unless you get a no brainer, which in the gin rummy terms, a no brainer is you don't have to do anything. You just lay it down and you win. But typically you're going to change cards, change runs, change uh, sets in, out, in, out. And uh, that seems to be what the Cubs are doing with their bullpen. Oh my God. I mean, they expect, here's the ball, now be good. And what are they doing? I don't get it i guess they don't care about the bullpen they probably don't care about anything because they're drawing they're in the top 10 top five two million plus oh my god the attendance is going through the roof so anyway what are you going to do um the doggy teams so we had the in the dog pound last week i don't have a dog here uh and craig's on vacation god was that funny that was great that was one of the all-time Great moments on the lighter side of baseball, in the lighter side of baseball, with the lighter side of baseball. However, you want to talk about it. Um the dogs barking during the doghouse portion of the of the uh podcast was great. And let me tell you, the dogs have not distinguished themselves. And no dogs running away from the pound, boys and girls. We still have the following dogs, aka sucking teams. And if you look at the attendance, most of the sucking teams have sucking attendance, the Royals, come on. You've had a year or two of your new team, you know, get some more money from Patrick Mahomes and let's get some players, man. I mean, Bobby Witt junior is a really class rookie, but let's go. Um, Detroit can't get out of its own way. Texas pathetic. They get worse every day, Colorado. They're so bad. What was Chris Bryant thinking? Arizona, they've had a little run. They took uh, three in a row from the White Sox in at Comiskey Park for the first time since like '19 before they came into existence. Oakland, God, I mean they were bad with Bob Melvin. Speaking of Bob Melvin, I'm not a Bob Melvin fan. I don't even know Bob Melvin or really follow him, but I don't like. What did he do with Hader? Oh my God, you took. Number one, what did Stearns do in Milwaukee with Hader? They took the number one relief pitcher over the last five years and, uh, traded him and, uh, can't get anybody out. Oh my God. Doesn't he like his apartment? Is the Mexican food not so good in San Diego Has the, uh, um, his new family not adjusted, or maybe they're still back in, in Milwaukee having frozen custard, which is a staple, uh, brats. Using her oozing her well, Craig always corrects me Bob you God. We got to get you on here, man Oh, man, dog pound the Angels the Nationals the Pirates have some good uh, Good kids Hayes Cruz They just don't give a hoot. You know, they're making a lot of money. They don't care. How about the uh, Julio Rodriguez. Oh my goodness, San Diego. I mean, uh, Seattle Yeah, Seattle's making some moves. Cubs suck. Oakland sucks. Uh, Cincinnati sucks. Um, Colorado, Arizona. Man, oh, man. That's 11 teams sucking. Yet, they still draw. I don't get it. I don't get it at all. Anyway, um, nobody is emerging from the dog pound, and I don't have Kashan's dogs barking. But if there were a team that was showing life, I guess I'd have to say it was the Arizona Diamondbacks. A little life. The Rockies are pathetic. The Royals, all they can do is beat the White Sox. God, that's funny. You know? Now they lost. uh, They have uh, today's the rubber match, 1 o'clock game. And, of course, it's not on TV. It's on YouTube. What a joke. Really? YouTube. Can't even get it on MLB. Uh, The Cubs, we've talked about the Cubs. They're not getting any better. The Reds. Poor Joey Vado, the Nats are going to have a new owner. The angels are just good Lord. I mean, they're just bad, bad to bad. Okay. Verlander's out probably for the year, but he's still going to win the Cy Young award. Um, the Astros let's look at the standings. Can we look at the standings after a break? We're going to take a break on the lighter side of baseball, Spotify, SoundCloud. I may sound like I'm in a bad mood, but I'm not in a bad mood. I'm in a good mood, and uh, we'll take a break. Okay, so we're back on the air, and we're going to do a little bit of analysis on the uh, standings, which should take all of a minute. The uh, Cardinals are just the hottest team in baseball the hottest team in baseball and their GM God, their owner, their president or whatever, they have made some great moves. And, uh, even though Carlos Martinez, God, some of these guys cannot get out of their own way. Um, Tatis with the pods can't get out of their own way. Carlos Martinez, I believe was just suspended 85 games for violating the leagues. Um, uh, Domestic abuse policy. Dude. God. It's just sad. It's sad. That guy's wacko. He's done. That's my prediction. He's done unless he changes his life. Uh, the Cardinals have a six-game lead over the Brewers. The Brewers have been pathetic since Hader left. Josh Hader's gone. It upset Devin Williams. It upset Boxberger. It upset the whole damn... Lowers like, cursing the owner of the team. And it was, like, weird. Didn't have to happen. Anyway, yeah, they, they they are following the model of the Cubs. Let's see if we can't screw up a championship team. Yep. Well, here we did it. The Cubs are the model of messing up what works. And uh, Rizzo, top five in home runs, 30. Schwarber in second place in home runs. Um, Kimbrel having a good year. Castellanos, man, I tell you, how did they get rid of that guy? How'd they get rid of, don't get me started again. Bryant, you're a loser going to Colorado. I'm sorry. What a bad move. Maybe the Cardinals will sign him. In the East, the Mets have a three-game lead over the Braves. The Braves are well into the wild card. Now, they'll get a um, home field advantage for all three games in the wild card. So they'll play the... uh, uh, worst division, I don't know how. I, th- I explained it last time, and I've forgotten. Anyway, uh, they've got a shot at beating the Mets, but not a very good one. And then the Dodgers are only, <laughs> they're only 18 and a half games up over the Padres. Their magic number's like 12. They've already got an elimination number, and it's just bad. Uh, shame on you. But the Padres are looking good in the wild card. In the American League, uh, the Yankees are throwing up all over themselves or more. Prominently put, puking everywhere. They're now only six games ahead of Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is the hottest team in baseball the side of the Cardinals. They're eight and two for the last ten games. The Yankees are six and four, but Tampa Bay is catching up to them. And uh, the Toronto Blue Jays, I think, lost two out of three to the Royals. Could that be true? I don't know. Maybe only one and one so far. Baltimore's making a push. We'll look at the wild card I'm in a minute. Cleveland, Minnesota down to a, half, a game and a half. Light sucks down five there. The Astros are walking away with it. Oh my God, those cheating champs, 11 and a half in front. Man, Dusty Baker, Hall of Famer. Why are you not in the Hall of Fame? Can Anybody answer that question? So the wild card, the Braves and the Phillies and the Padres look like they got it. Only the Braves have a chance or the Brewers. They used to be the Braves. Brewers, two and a half. So the only potential sneak in the back door for the wild card in the National League are the Milwaukee Brewers. On the American League side, Tampa Bay, Seattle, and Toronto have a mild lead over Baltimore, two back, Minnesota, three back, and the Pale Hose, six and a half back. Zach that goodbye. Let's look at some stats. That's fun to look at. We always like to look at stats when we're talking about baseball. How about Aaron Judge? He's going to set Babe Ruth, Roger Maris, and maybe that uh, criminal, Barry Bonds. Uh, Judge has 51 home runs. Schwarber has 36, so he's 15 back. Goldie has 33. Mookie, 32. Riley with the Braves. Braves are underappreciated. They have three rookies that are just awesome. And that's not even including Vaughn Grissom or Grissom Vaughn. Um, Let's look at hits. Always, to me, the most valuable thing you can look at. Uh, I don't think baseball agrees with me, but Freddie Freeman, 165 hits. Turner, Goldschmidt, Abreu, it's the same guy. Swanson, Riley, Guerrero, Machado. Hits. Now, the biggest thing I've always said was runs. Who's leading in runs? Oh, Eric Judge again. Wow, how about that? Mookie Betts. Goldschmidt, Freeman, Swanson, Edmund from the Cardinals breaks in Machado. Yellich, how the heck that happened? I mean, he just walked a lot. Let's look at on the pitching side, whip again, the thing that I like best who's leading in whip. Well, it is Justin Verlander followed by McClanahan, followed by gallon of the D backs and Urias of the Dodgers. Cortez with the Yankees, McKenzie with the Cleveland Guardians, Nola, Burns, Alcantara, Darvish, Cole, Anderson, same old names. Who has the uh, the best DRA? Verlander, Alcantara, McClanahan. Who's won the most games? Wow. Wright with the Braves, then Gonsolin with the Dodgers, and Verlander. Wow, that's cool. All right. That doesn't tell us much. All right. So what else do we have to talk about? We don't have much to talk about because this is an abbreviated session. I have to get back out to the lake. It's a beautiful day out here. Uh, When I come back from our second break and our last break of the day, we're gonna talk about um, uh, whatever I figure out we can talk about, okay? I know it sounds like, oh man, you're in a slump It's the end of the year, but bear with me. We're gonna come back and we're gonna finish strong. All right, we're going to wrap it up with my predictions going into the last month of the season for the division leaders. Now, I know that doesn't say much, but the Cardinals are going to win the Central and advance in the playoffs. I guarantee it. The Mets are going to win their division and falter in the playoffs. And uh, the Dodgers are going to be there near the end. The wildcard teams are not going to make a run in the National League. Sorry, Braves. The Dodgers are going to take on the um, Cardinals in the NLCS. And upset city, cards win. Cards win. Ugh, it kills me. But, you know, the Cubs are so bad, I don't even care about the Cardinals anymore. I don't even care about them. Uh, the, the Cubs the Cubs should be ashamed of themselves, but they draw $2 million. If I own them, I go, huh. This is great people love Morel. They love Patrick wisdom. Why don't we uh, see if Madrigal can, you know, stay healthy for the year so um, the, that's the way it is in the National League in the American League. Uh, the Yankees are probably going to hang on and win the division, but Tampa Bay is going to be a formidable wildcard team. You heard it here first. So are the Orioles. That's going to be pretty cool if the Orioles get in, which I predict they will. Then I think the Astros get in and the twins get in. Now I'd like the guardians to get in because the guardians, I don't think I've ever been to a playoff game because they have a new name and a new mascot and they're politically correct. I have no idea what the guardians are guarding, but they're not going to win. The twins are probably going to win all the white sox Hey, stranger things have happened. They still have about 35 games to go. And, uh, if Tony stays and does the smart thing, takes care of himself, watches his heart, uh, winds down, and uh, facetimes Jerry every day, but doesn't go to the game, I think they have a good shot. And I think Miguel Cairo is the 2023 manager for the Chicago White Sox because I guarantee there is no way on the planet, no way, that Tony Larusa is going to manage the White Sox and. In- Twenty twenty-three, none, zero. So I think Cairo's a pretty good shot. Um Jim Tomey, hitting coach. Uh, Mark Burley, the pitching coach. Uh, where, where is Burley? Where's Tommy? We the use these guys. I they got Daryl Boston. Come on. You know, Daryl, you had a chance to use me as an agent. You didn't. You've been the first base coach as long as you've been growing a beard. Get over it. Get some new blood in there, man um and i think they will when t-bone's gone um so who's in the alcs i think the uh god i hate to say it but i think the um tampa bay and houston again in the playoffs and i think the world series is going to be the cardinals versus houston yep that's it write them down write them down folks and challenge me if you have any questions, if you wanna call in the show, uh, we're gonna do a live podcast a week from yesterday at Wards House of Prime with Craig Kishon live. Our first on-property, on-premises live podcast. It's gonna be a hoot and a holler, can't wait. And um, we just might be able to hook, Brian Ward into into being a uh, sponsor of the show, if I give him enough of Nelly's wine. Anyway, we're gonna have a little of Nelly's wine. Now oh, that's what I could talk about. School. So my old buddy Nelly, God love him, you all know that. Nelly had lots of wine, and I've talked about a lot of wine that he's had. So much wine But he had magnums of wine. Magnums of wine. So I uncovered a 1991 Sterling Cabernet and Dave had everybody sign the bottle of wine when they went to St. Croix for a week to play in this golf tournament, okay? I can't read all these names and I know that I'm gonna have Bob Solis help me with some of these names at some point, but I wanna read these. there, this is 1991. I was stupid enough not to go that year to the St. Croix queen Louise charity week of golf. And I've told you that Mike Cuellar, Louis Tion, Tony Oliva, just to name a few. I mean, this was a big deal. Uh, here are the names that I can read that were there in 91 when I wasn't Al Bumbry, great player outfielder for the Baltimore Orioles when they were great. Um, Uh, Gale, he was a relief pitcher for the Royals, but his sister was Crystal Gale. I can't read what his first name was, but I can tell you that I know it. Um, Steve Carlton was there. Steve frigging Carlton, Hall of Famer. Daryl Porter, who unfortunately took his life tragically, but he was there uh, alive and hadn't taken his life. <laughs> you know, that's irreverent. I'm sorry. I love Daryl. He was a hell of a catcher. He had a lot of problems. He's a very good guy. Very troubled deal. But uh, Daryl was there. Another catcher was there, Manny San Is there anybody better at throwing out runners, staying in the crouch kneeling than that guy? How about this guy? The next guy should be in the hall of fame. Uh, it's not a close call. It's not a close call. A surgery named after him alone ought to get him in the Hall of Fame because a lot of pitchers that had that surgery have succeeded, including uh, Verlander. And we all who know who we all know who that is, and that's Tommy John, guy with two first names, Al Downing. Does anybody know why Al Downing is famous? Yeah, we all know why Al Downing is famous. He gave up Henry Aaron's 715th home run. That is pretty cool. And Tom House, the uh, bullpen coach for the Atlanta Braves, caught that ball. How about that? There's some trivia for you guys. Al Downing, Hank Aaron, Tommy House. I think that's his name. Uh, Don Denkinger, the world famous Guy who won the World Series for the Royals in 85. Thank God for no replay. If there's a replay, the Cardinals have another title. Hate to say it. Back then, no replay. Jeff Jenkins, Mike Caldwell, member of the 82 Brewers. Mike Paul used to get hypnotized before he'd pitch. Um, you know what? I could have used that. Maybe I would have gotten past uh, sitting on the bench for the SMU Mustangs. Um Let's see if I can read Bobby Dernier, Marty Patton, um, Steve Lyons. Remember Psycho? Uh, the guy that took down his pants at first base thinking that, hey, who'd notice? I live on the 3,000 people watching on TV, watching the White Sox back then. Yeah, Bobby Dernier, one of the friends of this podcast. Bobby's been on this podcast quite a few times. We're gonna have to. have We're going to have to go. Go through this and see who on the list I can entice into uh, coming on the show. How's that? Um, all right. That's a challenge. That would be fun. Maybe Don Denkinger, a uh, good guy. Um, have a shot at that. Maybe, well, um, I'd love it if I could track down Tommy John. Uh, that would be pretty cool. Um Al Bunbury would be pretty cool. Steve Carlton would be pretty cool. Manny Sanguin. I might need an interpreter. I'm not sure. Uh, Jeff Jenkins, I, maybe that, I don't know. John Jay, is that who? No, Jay, somebody. Jay, Jay, Jay. I don't know. It's a pretty good list. Pretty good place to start. I'm going to go to work on that. In the meantime, I'm going to head out to the lake because it is one beautiful day. And then maybe go hit a few balls, stripe it down the middle. And, uh, that's it It's labor day weekend coming up and who will be in first place, uh, after labor day weekend is over the same teams that are there. Now, there will not be a change. There can't be a change. I don't think it can happen. The only potential is if the, uh, Mets lose Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and the Braves win those same days. I don't think it can happen because it just can't happen that way due to a lot of things, including the schedule. Um, But the, um, the Atlanta Braves for the month of October, they take on Colorado the, tonight at home. Then they play Miami. Then they travel to the West Coast. San Francisco is getting in the doggy group too. Man, that would make twelve. They've lost seven in a row. Uh, Oakland, Seattle's going to be tough. San Francisco, but they they could beat, uh, the Braves. Could win today. They could sweep the uh, Florida Marlins or whatever they're called, Miami Marlins, and then take uh, two from the Oakland, and then split or one maybe one of three from Seattle. Sweep the the uh, Giants, and then their schedule gets a little tougher with Philadelphia, who's really been playing good. They got Philly for seven more games, Washington for six, and then. They play the Mets at home for three. Now that is something to get your ticket for. That's the 30th of September at Chase at um, whatever Turner Field is called now. That's going to be pretty good. That's cool. All right. And then if we look at the uh, uh, schedule for the Mets, that's probably a little lighter. Um, They take on the Dodgers today. This afternoon and uh they beat the dodgers yesterday they lost to the dodgers the day before then they play three with the nationals that's two out of three for the mets they sweep pittsburgh they sweep miami they go to wrigley oh my god well how did i lose those tickets mets wow huh go figure um, they play three at Wrigley, and then they go to Pittsburgh, Milwaukee, Oakland, and they've got a tough schedule. Interesting. Oh, well, nobody really has an advantage. I think the White Sox have an advantage to get in the wild card, maybe, but I think they have a better chance to, to beat up, uh, jump over Minnesota and Cleveland with Miguel Cairo on command. So there you have it. That's it for now. Uh, you've been a great audience, and I couldn't ask for more on Spotify. SoundCloud. Um, What else are we on? Apple iTunes. I think I have a Facebook page, but I wouldn't bet on that. And that does it for today. So, Jamie Rutsky and everybody else that works on this podcast, Tyler in Hawaii. That is it, folks. Have a good day, good weekend, and uh, we'll talk to you in a week from Milwaukee, Wisconsin.